You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Don't forget, coming up later, Dylan Strom will join us from the Washington Capitals. That's at 8.45 as they prepare to take on the Blues tonight. Chris Miller, whiz play-by-play voice on Monumental Sports Network. He is scheduled at 9 a.m. Right now, it's time to hit the skins. Brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep has all of your energy and performance needs covered. Get some now at don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code JUNKIES. And remember, Don't Sleep makes you, yes, you, radio listener, great. That's what it does. So John Keim had a conversation with ex-Commanders head coach Ron Rivera. Some interesting nuggets By the way, that's a great get. That rarely happens like a week or two after a guy, uh, you know, is let go. Yeah. Great get by John. Well, you know what? I bet you John's a classy reporter, I feel like. And so he knows. Good rapport. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you had a great relationship with Ron. For sure. Yeah, because John's not out there like guessing. You know, and Ron's John, an, yeah, time doesn't speculate. He doesn't speculate. And Ron's a nice guy. I mean, he's yeah. a nice guy. He doesn't say no a lot. I think he likes generally kind of likes, likes the media. doing media. So yeah. Rivera said he has had quote conversations with some people and some teams and is waiting to see what happens over the next week or so with coaching vacancies. Quote: I have several opportunities right now. Rivera told ESPN in his first public comments. Since being fired, he doesn't I have just, head coaching opportunities. I just no. want to no make way. sure it's the Linebacker right one. Coach or something. Is what he said. <laughs> not right? even a DC. He also said know. he said it would it would not, not be difficult to return to being a defensive coordinator again. He last served as a coordinator with the Chargers from 08 to 2010 before taking over in I have Carolina. I if he ends up being a DC or you know linebacker coach or quality control or assistant whatever, I'll be stunned. He looked to me like he had zero interest in coaching. I would coaching. be stunned if he came back like with a lesser role. I'd, I'd be stunned if anybody offered, gave him an, even an interview for well, a head it's coach. It's an possibility no. he could be a head coach again. Yeah, but to to be on a staff and get back into the grind, something he appeared to have zero passion for. I, I I'm stunned. I think it just the losing it, it it wore on him, but a new opportunity would excite him. And he says sometimes you have to take a step back. You take a step back, you learn, and you grow from it. So, at his core, you know he's a grinder and a worker, and, and, and he wants to go to work. It pays yeah. well. Pays well. Even though he's made a boatload of money, it pays and well. He, he also, got bills. It ain't cheap in Pebble Beach. He also commented Reach on... fees are expensive. He, <laughs> he commented on the coach-centric approach. Yeah. And he said, quote, I would have loved a different model just because, in hindsight, now you really see how much more time you spend on personnel. And as a coach, that's not necessarily what you want to do. What do you think about his comments on Sam Howell? Well, he's just, a little all over the map. Like he's 
here, he was a hindsight 2020 guy, a lot of excuses, and acting like he I, had nothing to do with it. I don't care about his comments. I just know that he's an F-minus when it comes to, to scouting and or developing quarterbacks. This jumps out at me. He's a good young quarterback, has some talent and some ability. Mm-hmm. He lost faith in him because he performed that, so poorly. Doesn't down that the jump stretch. out at you a little bit? Yeah, he lost a lot of faith. Well, in him what's the next sense? And I think that something uh, I should have backed off. Oh, on. I should have backed off on. Yeah, he was mean? trying to say that he put too much pressure on him. I don't know. It sounds like he still wanted him to be the initial starter because I should have kept emphasizing he was going to be the guy that got the first opportunity. Well, he did. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I don't know. Here's what I know as a fan in my perspective. Not that anyone cares, but they didn't do him any favors. There's zero reason. Jason harped on it all season, and he's right. There's zero reason for him to be leading the league in passing attempts. It was asking way too much, especially from about the midseason part on, where he clearly had hit a wall, lost some confidence, was pressing. Um, They just didn't do him any favors whatsoever. I would have backed off. I would have cut his passes down in half. I would try to get the running game going, do whatever you can. Instead, they just kept throwing him to the wolves. And also, yeah. they didn't utilize his legs. They just they they literally they didn't they destroyed him. He was so desperate. I think they destroyed him. He was so him. desperate for Sam Howell to work out that when he had to turn to Jacoby Brissett, it was way too late. Too like late. maybe a few games oh, in, yeah. he could have said, you know what, the Sam thing isn't really working. But he was he was pushing so hard for it to, to happen and yeah. to, to work. That he boxed himself into a corner, and but they could have made it work, but just cutting his workload down. They asked way too much of yeah, the that kid. Yeah. Certainly didn't way help too him. Much. There's no reason for him to be leading the league and passing. And I said this many times, and I know you guys know this, but if it was a different situation in terms of where he was drafted, if there wasn't a new coaching staff coming in, right? Let's just say this was Rivera's first year. Mm-hmm. And he was drafted in the second round. Okay, the way he played, you can say, all right, we can build on it. Right. But, it, you know, the fact that he was a fifth rounder, now you have a whole new staff in and you got the second pick. He just had no shot. It was such a short leash. We talked about that all year. Yeah, no, for sure. But even if he was the first, if, if he was 1-1, <coughs> it's mismanagement the way they handled him. I agree. You know, even if he went 1-1 in the draft, he shouldn't be leading the league in attempts and thrown to the wolves the way they, they did. His, and he handled it for half the season. And the second shot. half of the season, the kid just looked lost. Well, he started his his quotes here. He started by saying, I took a big gamble. That's really what it was. His gamble was, Definitely. all right, it didn't work out in year one. I kind of inherited Haskins. <laughs> didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So year two, bring in Fitzpatrick. Didn't work out. Year three, I read the papers, the analytics. Carson Wentz didn't work out, and then he took a big gamble in year four with Sam Howell, and that's why he lost his job. Yep, you know he but just again, didn't nail quarterback coaches like Tomlin. I always bring up Tomlin. He find he finds ways to win without a quarterback. He's a better coach. He's far exactly. superior coach. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going right. to go. So he lost because he didn't have a quarterback. But if he was a better coach, he could have found a way to to work around it. But he's not. He's a career 500 coach. Well, he found a way. Uh, if you want to give him credit. Yeah. He found a way with Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke last season to get to 8-8-1 eight, eight, and one, or the season before last. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe Scott you know, Turner had is, a bigger part of that is, than we think. Which is pretty crazy. If well, you look at the it. The defense wasn't the worst in the league that year. Yeah, it was one of the but best. But again, he, he, yeah. 
he stepped in a bear trap by starting Carson Wentz when he should have started Heineke in the Cleveland But game. to his future, I respect that he wants to get back in the game. It sounds like he's willing to do whatever, and maybe he won't get a defensive coordinator job. And I don't think he should, because when he took over as defensive coordinator for Jack Del Rio down the they stretch, were bad. they, they were, were bad. maybe worse. Yeah, but they, in his defense, and believe me, I'm not you in the, look at the roster. They got rid of his two best pass rushers. They were riddled with injuries. Uh, secondary was a joke. They were starting guys that you never even heard of towards I the I know, end. but he started saying, John and we all knew insane. that Del Rio was being scapegoated. Like It wasn't mm-hmm. just because of Del Rio, but what Rivera was saying is he was going to Get the communication better, and it just did nothing improved. Nothing improved. But you shouldn't. Have, I didn't expect it to. Neither Ron did I. But I'm, what Jack. I'm saying is, he's saying he wants to get back in the game. And what if he could? He knows he's not going to get back in the game as a head coach right now. He seems to think, if you read or the ever. article, he seems to think that he, could he can start over himself? and get back. No, yeah, right. Good luck. But he's hoping to be a defense coordinator. If you read Kimes' article, right. I. I, I don't know that, that he's going to get that, that gig be, that based on too, what happened. That might I be too aspirational so. for him. Like, think, linebackers coach, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> I can't hire Ron Rivera as my defensive coordinator. I would hire Del Not Rio coming off this performance. before Rivera at D.C. I wouldn't hire either of them. I mean, but if I had a choice, I think I'd uh-huh. go Del Rio first. I, I Just because know. he's done it for so long, and he did have some good years as the D.C. His defenses were decent. Not this yeah. year. I it's just feel weird. like bo- both of them should be in the Museum of Natural History. Dinosaurs. <laughs> and I'm not interested in hiring dinosaurs and backwards thinkers. I'm just stunned that he's interested in doing it because I've never seen a more disinterested guy. He says, I enjoyed the heck of it. <laughs> what? Being the defense coordinator the last five weeks. He had to say. Well, maybe because he did, actually he did said, some coaching. John, I'm guessing John Kime is going to quote him correctly instead of saying the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. He said, I enjoyed the heck of it. Mm-hmm. That's a good quote. Put that on the T-shirt. <laughs> Said he likes so, being in the middle of it. Well, that's what. That's yeah. Maybe you guys talked about this, but so uh, commanders are going to interview Raheem Morris and Dan Quinn today. I know they're doing Quinn today. I don't know about Morris. I saw, probably, probably I saw right. yesterday. Morris was coming in today. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's what I saw. I don't doubt it. So Morris can actually come in because his team yeah, was yeah, eliminated. Teams out. So can Quinn. Well, Quinn can, too. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so can Quinn. So used to all these guys doing these Zoomers. Yeah. No, suddenly they're available. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Harbaugh doing in-persons? So I'll, Harbaugh supposedly he's met with two teams. I guess he's doing in-person. He, what's the other team met with? The Raiders? I thought he was Falcons. doing Falcons. Falcons Chargers, and the Chargers. I had no so idea far. the Falcons. Yeah, he did Falcons. Falcons no are making some big swings. How come Vrabel's name isn't out there more? Interesting. I think he's a great coach. I haven't seen his name to be, unless I missed it, that he's interviewing anybody right? with anybody. Let's go to our guy, Vic. Soap line Thursday. Chance to steer the show. I haven't heard from Vic in a while. Happy New Year, Vic. How you doing, buddy? Happy New Year to y'all, too. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey man. man. Vic, you were on? a fan of Rivera, right? Uh, y'all know I wasn't no fan of Ron. Right. Um, uh, that was funny what y'all say. They should be in the Museum of Natural History. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm excited about the Adam Peters hire. Um, I, I've been saying this for months. I don't think we should go with the best offense guy, the best defense guy. We should go with the best leader. Um, I like Slowick because Slowick has been on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slowick had to be, uh, I won't say perfect, but excellent to rise up at such a young age on both sides of the ball, especially his tenure here with us. And in addition to that, um, he was courted by 
D'Amico Ryans, who brought a team that was in the cellar of the NFL to the point where they are now. And that takes that just that takes accountability, that takes leadership, and that takes coaching of what you have to get those guys to play at the best of their ability. And in addition, you gotta have some talent with they have in CJ Stroud. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm I will I, I trust Adam Peters and I trust that the new regime is going to bring in a guy that, that wants to be that is a leader. But Slowick is the guy that, that comes off the top of my head. But I'll say this for Slowick had a leg up, though. Let's not act like he just came out of nowhere. His dad was a defense coordinator for the Bears, the Browns, the Packers, and the Broncos. Mm-hmm. So he's coaching kind of like family. Yeah, yeah, coaching there's, family. There's some nepotism there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. But I, I'll say this before I go. Um, I said this for, for months that we were making high school mistakes on defense. And it is not a surprise to me that Jack Del Rio's buddy that was a high school football coach was coaching the secondary. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thank you, Vic. Appreciate it. Coaches love to bring their pals and their cronies in to help fill out the staff. I mean, it's a time-honored tradition. I don't it's not know, just here. I don't know that he sucked. It just didn't work. Right. All right, you're welcome to call us on the MGM National Harbor listener lines throughout the show on an open line Thursday. 800-636-1067 is the number. And, of course, open line Thursday, sponsored, presented by Window Nation. Searching for new windows and doors, search windownation.com. Their windows are measured to fit the first time and installed by experts to last. Window Nation for your home because it's where you live. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So I have a story about Gen Zers here. And so those are people probably in their 40s. I get lost all the time. Is that like... We're Gen X, right? So the next... I don't even know. I think we're Gen X. Fill me in. What is a Gen Zer? I don't even know. Like what age I think Gen Z is probably Adam's a millennial, right? What is Michael Mar? I'm, I'm putting Val, uh, I'm putting Drab on Michael Gen Mar Z. Michael Mar is Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, what? so okay. it's, it's after the millennials. Valdez is probably a Gen Z. Valdez, so he's like the yeah. oldest Gen Z. Like, right, so Gen X. So is Gen X then he's millennials? He's almost a boomer. <laughs> I might be. I might be the greatest generation no, no, ever. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Valdez is a millennial. Sorry. Valdez is a millennial. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was going to say 1987 like, shouldn't be. Gen Mike Moore is a Gen Zer. Yeah, and right. people like in his age, so age range. All this stuff. Who determines? Eleven this? to twenty-six is is Gen Z. Okay. Anyone under that is Alpha or something. Generation Alpha, one? I think. Yeah. What, what yeah, Gen Z right. born between 97 and 2012. So then I assume the next one after that will be so, beta. Yeah. <laughs> so all my kids are Gen Zers because they're born between 2000 and 2009. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're already abstaining from drugs, booze, and sex. The mm. latest thing they're abstaining from is driving and getting driver's licenses. And well, people that's your are, son, right? Your son people like, are... Right? are Fearful that it's going to have a devastating impact on the auto industry. No, my son just is on a learner's permit. He can get his driver's he license. No, he's in no rush, right? Isn't he one of those kids in no rush? Uh, well, it's a, a couple nephews that no, are no, that I, I think he's going to get his license uh, after his birthday. So, his so he will, in like, February. right on his 18th birthday or whatever? I mean, maybe not the day, 17th birthday. Oh, okay. So he's not then. Yeah, so yeah, I have a couple 16, nephews that were in no rush to get their license. The I, I agree with it because I was I was um, at a wrestling meet a couple weeks ago and I saw a dad that I used to coach his son and you know years ago and we started talking and and he was like asking me kind of how do I take Dylan to practice mm-hmm. and I was like well I have a carpool blah 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 and he said he's like yeah. My son doesn't have a license. Right. I said, well, can he have one? He's like, yeah. And he's, I said, does he have his learners? He didn't even have his learners. So he was one of those guys who at 16 or 17 years yeah. old has had no interest in even getting a learner's so permit. So just 25% of 16-year-olds and 45% of 17-year-olds have a driver's license today. In 1997, 43% of 16-year-olds and 62% of 17-year-olds were already driving and on the road. So that's a, those are pretty alarming numbers. Case. It's a weird bit. I don't get why kids wouldn't want their license. I don't know. They're occupied. I guess maybe Uber has changed things. Uber's changed things. They know that they can Uber to get anywhere if they have to. Um, I guess that's the difference. Like, we all wanted a car and the ability to drive as soon as freedom. possible. That yeah. was freedom. I remember, like, the first day you're eligible for your learner's permit. You yeah. were at the DMV or MVA. Yep. Taking the test. You were and failing it if you're Cakes. Yeah. Cakes did it twice. Yeah. I, <laughs> he liked I, it so I, much I he failed, took it twice. I think it shows the, also the how push kids have it because they're not as desperate. Like, you know, they got all the accoutrements, the internet, the video dude, games. Like, you know, dude, we would we would drive without a license. Yeah. Like if uh, I had a friend who's latchkey kid. And he like would, Lurch. yeah, like Lurch. He would take the take the car, pick You're us joy up, riding. Yeah, he pick pick us up. We go shoot hoops. Lurch and Scott <laughs> drove to Ocean City. I mean, that's very adventurous. I've never. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a Gen Z or telling a Gen Zer that you used to drive around without a license? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I mean, crazy. I I lived in fear of my my dad if I like with a li- with a license. Yeah. Let alone taking one of his cars out. Without a license? Oh, oh there would have been there would have been hell to pay. Oh, you might have been you would have been dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my son's on his learner's permit. No chance. The one thing that I probably haven't done a good enough job is I let him drive all the time, but we just kind of drive in the same kind of five to ten mile yeah, you block. Didn't take his ass out of the beltway. We've done the highway, <laughs> I think, once or twice. 
not that hard. Just be, you know. He's actually be better on the highway than in the neighborhood where you have cars parked on both sides and you have to be like really tight yeah, to they the don't car. Really understand. He gets nervous yeah. about the spacing. Yeah, because they don't have a sense of it yet. They haven't yeah. learned They're it. not silly drivers like us. Here's they what's have a daunting. Cakes has already experienced this, I'm certain of, because all his kids are a little bit older. But um, I'm a year away from having to buy my fifth car. Oh, you you would you not don't have believe to buy one. The check. Oh, they I, need a car. And Bob McKenzie cars. Yours. The amount of money. No chance. I'm gonna do that. The amount of money <laughs> that I spend to insure. Yeah, I don't even want to know. Fleet of vehicles. Yeah, that are under my name. Yeah, it's jaw staggering, right? It's jaw dropping. Yeah, I would love an insurance endorsement. This is me. <laughs> Throwing it out there, right? Because man, it is it is an expense. well. You're saying you have to. Like I don't do that in in my household. I didn't buy Kelsey a car, and I won't buy. Well, a I don't want to ferry them around everywhere, and I don't want uh, to be at their mercy. Like if they take my car, no, I I need the freedom. I, I need my own car. They yeah, but you have car. between you and your wife, you would have a car. Okay, my wife has her own life. Yeah, yeah you can't split I have my cars own life. between. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we have in my house, we have. Two working adults that have two full-time jobs. That means at least two cars. 100%. And then the kids need cars. a car. Kids need cars. 100%. That's preposterous. Now, my daughter's going to live in New York City this summer. She's not going to have a car. You don't need a car in New York City. So if she lives full-time when she graduates in New York City, then maybe, you know, she won't need a car. But if you live in a regular suburb, you, you need, need a car. It's a must. Yeah. It's not It's not a luxury. I, I disagree. But... Two on one. I don't think it's a must at all. Oh, you think in my have, in oh, my world? It you is. think if you have two people working full time jobs, mm-hmm. that you can somehow split that with one car? Like people working. I'm <laughs> saying that your kid can use your car on occasion. I'm talking about like no. Like I get your, the your, two cars for you and your yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. Your wife drives to Prince George's County every day. Sure. You're driving to D.C. every yeah. day. You guys live in Montgomery County. Got, you need two cars. I, I've got two turps. What I'm they, saying is you don't have park. to buy your kid a car when they turn 17. No, Believe me. Absolutely They're not. not getting I think a, in a Montgomery County now, you have to be basically 17 to, to drive. I've been eyeing. Especially because if you just do the math, let's say it kind of depends on their birth date, but they're going to be going to college. Right. And what if they go to college in New York or they go to college in Florida or they go to college in Alabama? So you're going to buy them a car and they're only going to be there for a year? What do you mean? What are you talking about? In your house. Yeah. I mean, they need a car. They I don't need one cars. if they're in. I didn't have one. In, did I have one in college? I don't know. I don't know. My kids need cars. I, I, don't, I don't know what life your kids leave. My kids <laughs> need cars. They drive places. I if you think, live in a city, you don't need a car. I also think a lot of it is that. These kids, they don't leave their house. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> getting They at. get butt size to that's stay in their house the, and play the, video games or right. be on Twitch. Or... Yeah. My nephew's living a life. He's got you going there. He looks like he's a professional gamer. <laughs> yeah. and he, I mean, if Back in the 80s, when you guys were in high school, if you, you didn't leave, you, there was no staying at home on the weekends. Like, if you wanted to be noticed at all, you had to go out with your friends. Yeah, if you wanted any clout, things. you had to yeah. get out of the house. Yeah, you had to go to the high school <laughs> basketball game or whatever it is. We might just go to our friends' houses. Or we your friends' houses, lot, yeah. But, you know, do stuff outside the house. People, Kids don't do stuff outside the yeah, house. They get butt size to stay inside. The only <laughs> thing they do is if they're involved with teams, they'll go to their practices or whatever, their workouts. and that. But there's no real socializing no. outside their no, house. That's kind of after school, so you really don't need to. Yeah. 
So, Cakes, give me the list again. They're doing no sex, no drinking, no drugs, and now no driving. Yeah, they're just not getting their licenses in, in record numbers. No fun. Yeah, hmm. they're they're not having any fun, especially I, with the first three things you're abstaining from. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't speak to those. Yeah, it should be Gen Z, 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 Z. Yeah, add some Z's there. Nice thing, Have Graham. some fun. Right. You know, it, it's Live a, a little. It's a... It's a rite of passage to have a crappy car, too. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's a coming of age. Although, it's tradition. Yeah. Compared to what I drove, my kids are driving, you know, like oh, luxury my... vehicles. I mean, you know, like... A... The kids have better cars I mean, than I do. My oldest son has, has a, a Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, like, it's not top... driving it's a not, Jeep Cherokee. It's not top of the line, but it's pretty nice. Yeah. I was driving a, a 1976... Maroon Chevy Malibu. Me, I seventy-seven you know Malibu. Oh, butt size to have, just have access to but it. But your son's about to be a doctor. Yeah. At what point do you cut him off? Well, that car is now paid for. <laughs> right. That's no, the, the insurance bit. For. I, He's about I think, to age out of yeah, that, isn't I'm he? Once they start, once they get their own full time jobs and they really start making money, of course, then you, right. you wean them yeah, off. Yeah, that's when he's going to go yeah. like. He's making his own money. Look, he can do that. I know, yeah. but Cakes was lamenting weird. five uh, insurance payments. Oh, so many payments. <laughs> yeah, but his kids are his kids still technically in school. I, whatever. I'm, I'm, I get it. You support your kids. Some parents, <laughs> though, I know them. When your kid turns 18, they cut them off everything. Yeah. I know one guy, when his kid turned 18, he made him move all his ass out of the bedroom, and he turned it into his office. Really? So that's, that's, he, he was waiting for that. He didn't even have a bedroom anymore in his childhood home. Yeah. When he turned 18, his ass out. Man, that, that dad is hardcore. Hardcore. <laughs> Not hardcore. messing around. I know. He has to sleep on an air mattress when he goes home. <laughs> no, I'm not I, kidding. Like Valdez at the old studio. Yeah. Hey, I like to, I like to a picture JP at Kelsey's graduation. Uh, saying congratulations and having her sign over the insurance to her name. <laughs> right. Great. Here, get off your cell phone. Yeah. Get off all that. You know, you know. Meanwhile, I'm paying, she's making all kinds of money, and I'm paying for her to fly from L.A. to Puerto Rico. Mm. Well, that, That's going to be pricey. All right, but your daughter. Yeah, but. Right. So I think that's the right thing to do. Look, when my kids are, when my daughter's uh, full-time, then we'll wean her off. Oh, believe me. I get a lot of somebody signed in to Hulu account. Somebody signed in to Netflix oh, account by the way, from L.A. <laughs> the the massive amount that I pay for six months worth of insurance is less than I would pay if I were just, like, sending in installments. They're like, hey, you can have this price if you pay it all up front. Right. We'll give you a deal. It would be more expensive if I just did it in three or four payments. So I just I do this. Bite the bullet, write the check, and stare at the amount of money that's going out instead of coming in. So you have drivers. So it would actually be advantageous if your kid doesn't want to drive. I I guess. It would definitely Yeah, but it kind of sucks for some parents because they're still hauling their asses wherever they need to go. Like, the kids are so spoiled that the parents just drive them everywhere. So that's why there's no need to get a license. They like being a passenger in the backseat on their AirPods. Yeah. Going wherever. You know? I think it's the Uber deal. and the Lyft thing yeah. changed it. Uber and Lyft is definitely. Um, it's because a lot of kids don't need a car if they take a bus to school or. Yeah, but if they have, let's say, what if they have a job? What if you have a job after school? So, you know, you go to practices. My kids has something six days a week out of seven. Now, she's 14. I drive her ass. Now, when she's 16, she's going to start driving to some of those on her own. <laughs> 
I don't need to Give drive. I don't need to drive. <laughs> yeah, what are you to do with all that time? Yeah, I don't know. But my wife and I don't need to drive to Herndon every day. You know. Yeah. I do carpool, too, which saves. It's like I know tonight I got to drive two kids. Yeah, that is, that's, that's ballsy, sending your 16-year-old across the beltway. Well, I'm not going to do it on our first day. Well, okay. For the first three years, it's still... Well, it's not even going to be eligible to drive. Like, the Maryland rules now, you basically have to be... I think the earliest you could potentially get, I think you get your learners at 16, maybe, and then, like, at 16 well, and a half. I will say this. Maybe 16 and three quarters. Unless they put more teeth into it, the actual driving portion of the driving test has become a farce. It's the easiest... You don't even like, have I to. Saw my, I saw my son, Brenda, my youngest kid, do the driving test, and he did it in literally... Three minutes. You don't even have to parallel park anymore. Oh, you you back into what? a space. You know, they took parallel back parking in. out. You can, what do you do with this? I just what? found out the new X5. What's the new X5 <laughs> I got from um, BMW, Mike Walker, my guy. It has it parks itself for you. Right. Sweet. You got some nice if, if AI. You go to MV, can you go in there? By the way, I tried it once. I stumbled onto the feature because I didn't even know it had it. <laughs> I took it, it backed me into a parallel parking spot. Okay. The thing was going like 100 miles an hour. What, is, what is this newfangled feature? It what does this do? Way faster than I was comfortable with, but it did it. Um, if you go, if you had, could you do that? If you could, you could you park a car and hit yourself park when you do the MBA test? No way. They wouldn't let you. No, do that. I think they'd make you actually do it. Yeah, they wouldn't let you cheat to that extent. But I mean, it's it's not even parallel parking. It's backing into a straight space. Right. Like there's that's no, so nub. There's nothing to it. All right, hold on. So in Maryland, you can get your prov- uh, provisional license at 16 years and six months. I think it was. What's like provisional fifth, mean? Used to be 16. I Means think they just call it provisional. It's limited when you start hours out. that you can drive. Oh, right, right. Like, you, you can't, can't be drive like past hammered like midnight. at one a.m. or you can't drive. You party. We used to, I believe, right. get it, be able to get it right at 16. Yeah. 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 So my son's a little bit late because he started his learners a little bit late. Right, I think on his right around his birthday, like in the next couple of weeks, he could get his license. I know when my son turned sixteen, he was butt sized to have freedom mm-hmm. yeah. and get away from me. <laughs> That's what it is. But the, the day I turned sixteen, I was at the MVA. Yeah. yeah. And then my mom let me drive home. You got to go. Uh, it was like the uh, leaving Lanham. You had to go through three lanes of traffic. <laughs> left the MVA too. My daughter was a little less so. She liked the freedom, but then I also. Like occasionally driving with her to Virginia, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because it is quality time you get. Sure, so you don't want to you don't want to cut it off completely. But some of these kids, they have zero desire, and I think Drabby's right. It's because it's so cushy and comfy at home. They got all the accoutrements. What else do you need? Also, I'm so cheap. I'm not spending thirty dollars every time you want to go someplace for an Uber ride. Oh no, no, like no. are you kidding me? No. But in a, in I a do pinch, in a pinch, sure. Yeah, right? I've only done it one time, and it was on New Year's Eve for your kids. Yeah, because we had people coming over on New Year's Eve, and then my son said he was going to a party like six thirty. So no, my I kids have permission unlimited Ubers, but it's not for socializing. It's when they're you know being drunkards, <laughs> right? They're trying you to know, be responsible. It's not like just to go shopping. You're not going to go in an Uber, right? You have a you have a you're not in trouble. Call an Uber. Oh, policy. of course. I mean, well, I think no, most they plan people... in advance. So it actually kills you because they got to do it twice. You got to go to and from. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But they plan in advance. It sounds like going... a social thing. What? Sounds like a social well, thing. Well, it's social in the sense that it's a drinking thing, but it's not like 
you can't have a car, you don't have a car, so take an Uber to go to the mall, take an Uber to go okay, get yeah, a sandwich, yeah. take an Uber to go to the restaurant. No. No, they have unlimited Ubers if they're going to be drinking. But it's great, you know. Maybe, you know, maybe they should not drink, but <laughs> <laughs> tell a 23-year-old kid to not drink. Right. Yeah, best of luck with that. Yeah. Uh, bank local, cheer local, in business every day is game day. Business is always moving up or down, but never still. That's why the Main Street Bank team treats every day like game day. Main Street Bank is a business-focused community bank, proudly serving the DMV since 2004. Visit mstreetbank.com to learn how to put our team in your office. Main Street Bank, member FDIC, equal housing opportunity lender. Coming up. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. In an hour at 845, we'll be joined by Dylan Strom from the Washington Capitals. Right now, we'll get into the Junkies Blitz, brought to you by Offenbachers. Visit them in Annapolis, Rockville, or Herndon for a huge selection of outdoor furniture, fire pits, hot tubs, and swim spas, we might get to some calls in just a bit, too. It is an open line Thursday, in case you have forgotten that. All right, can rip through some of the coaching news, and we'll get into some of the playoff matchups real quick. So we kind of mentioned it, didn't really talk expansively about it. Mike McCarthy is going to be back with the Dallas Cowboys as their head coach for season number four, despite the disappointing playoff loss to the Green Bay Packers. Actually, it'd be his fifth season as head coach of the Cowboys. The last three, he's finished 12 and 5. They've won just one playoff game. But they're bringing him back. And when you look at Jerry Jones' history with coaches, you would think he's a hothead and gets rid of him a lot. But he gave Jason Garrett, what, nine seasons, I believe? And this mm-hmm. is going to be season five for McCarthy. He's been 42 and 25 in the regular season, NFC's titles in two of the last three years. But. They did become the first team in the Super Bowl era to win 12 games in three straight seasons and not advance to at least a conference title game. Yeah, if he's happy with double-digit wins in the regular season and floundering in the playoffs, by all means, bring back Mike McCarthy. Cakes, you hate Mike McCarthy. Do you hate Mike Tomlin? Uh, I do not. I I Put up their records next to each other. Regular season okay. and postseason. You're, you're getting too involved in the in the numbers. I go by I go by my tingle as to who's the better coach. Like I just want you to just take a look at it. Off a little bit. Just just take a look at it. Meter's pretty accurate. Just take a look at it right now. Just do me a favor. Yeah. While I do the next story. Yeah. Punch up regular season winning percentage mm-hmm. for Tomlin and McCarthy. Yeah. I'm gonna and then punch up. I don't really need to punch look it up, up playoff record for both of them. Okay. I'm just saying the perception is totally different. I think the perception is a little unfair, too. And, again, this goes back to my argument that we had about, like, these quarterbacks that have, you know, unfortunately not had success maybe that they've had in the regular season in the playoffs. It's such a small sample size, four, five, six, seven, eight games. It's not like a 60, 70, 80, 90 game sample size. Look, I don't want to be in the business of being this huge Mike McCarthy backer. I do believe Mike Tomlin's better. Yeah. I think he does more with less. 
than Mike McCarthy. All I'm saying is when you put up their record side by side and tell me when you have the numbers, you can give it to us. Uh, I you're, don't. You're going to find it. <laughs> He's not going to look it up. Yeah. He's not looking, not looking not, them up. Yeah, no, he's he doesn't care. He's taking your word for it. Yeah, it's fine. He's taking I, your word I don't for need it. To, I don't need to comp uh, those two coaches' numbers. But You've I, already I, done it. I, listen, I think that McCart. I actually had no problem with them bringing him back. I don't think that Jerry is happy with just having good regular seasons. I think he wants to win a Super Bowl. And I think he probably thinks I got a guy that keeps here. He's just I just got to keep knocking at the door. It's probably his last well, go around. It's I mean, probably G- Dak's last go around. Jerry's eighty one. He doesn't have forever to win his right. Next does he want to start over with a whole new staff? And look, he's got Dak for one more year. He's got to bring the band back. It was good enough to win eleven, twelve games, whatever it was. Why can't they have playoff success? Is I guess Cakes thinks it's because Mike McCarthy is fatally flawed. I, I don't think he's think, limited. I don't think that's why they're I mean, not having isn't playoff McCarthy's success. Only, isn't his only playoff win in Dallas against an 8-9 and nine Tampa Bay team last year? Okay, that's, but... That's, I'm sorry, that's embarrassing. Who was their when quarterback? You, wasn't it Tom Brady? Yeah, okay, but then, quarterback. But it, was a, it was a team with a losing record. Right. That's the, it's the only team he's beaten. I just don't think that he is, like, all of a sudden, he's, like, smart enough for regular season, but he's too dumb for postseason. A, I don't buy that. Outside of, Green, out, outside of Aaron Rodgers... At his peak, he's an underperformer in the playoffs. I think that's true, but I think it's a fairly small sample size. I'd say he's full- basically he's basically Ron Rivera with Cam Newton, maybe a slightly well, better a, version. I mean, he has a Super Bowl Except trophy. That every right. year, you know, he, he wins ten, eleven games. Okay, but then he falls on his big fat face in the playoffs. You know, it's, it's a small sample size. It's, it's like he has a dumb look to him. That's what it is. He looks kind of dumb. He, he's exactly it. He's portly and looks dumb. He's a hillbilly. So you think he's dumb. Yeah, so that's why. You can't win that many games year after year after year in a regular season. So you're saying he's smart enough for regular season, but he's dumb enough. I'll make a lifetime bet with anybody who wants to take it. Mike McCarthy never wins another Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, but wouldn't you, you make that so, bet against I mean, most people? So one more year I know, but you would say that about every Let's coach. Because now you're just betting on uh, the I'll make the bet that Mike Tomlin never wins another Super Bowl. Like, I'll, like you just, yeah. he can kind of go with the field. Right. Like he's only if, got one year to Mike, win it. If Mike McCarthy were out on the out on the circuit, if he got fired what, by Jerry what Jones, am I to say? would he be a super hot candidate? He like might not every, be the like hottest. Teams would be falling over themselves to try to hire him. No, he might not be the so. hottest. But if you have a winning percentage like he has, teams are going to be interested. All right, you you guys are clearly more pro Mike McCarthy than I, I ever. Just, will all be. I'm saying is it's similar. So I just looked it up. So Mike Tomlin's superior regular season record, his winning percentage is sixty three percent. Yeah. Mike McCarthy's is 62%. So same thing. The same Mike number. McCarthy in the playoffs, 11 and 11, mm-hmm. 500 with one Super Bowl. Mike Tomlin, 8 and 10 with one Super Bowl. Right. Sounds very similar to me. One guy had Aaron Rodgers, and one guy, guy had Ben Roethlisberger. And one guy, Pretty just similar. people just stroke. And I do agree he's better because I do think he does more with less. But... I just think that people want to say Mike McCarthy is like this bum coach. He's not, and a lot of that's to do with Val, what Valdez said because it's kind of he had kind of like Dan Campbell, like when Dan yeah. Campbell first came up and he's talking biting kneecaps. You're like, yeah, Dan oh, Campbell no. looks like a meathead. Right. Who's dumb, right? Exactly. And who was the number one Dan Campbell hater? I was Thanks. I was jumping on the top <laughs> rope on Dan Campbell. I, I admit it, I was wrong. Right. Um, other coaching news. It looks like Sirianni is going to survive in Philadelphia. And his players are coming to his defense. Fletcher Cox, defensive tackle. Come on, man. What is there to talk about? This man, he's a winner. He's a winning head coach. Did we have some bumps this year? Yeah. But every team, every organization, everybody goes through it. Uh, other players coming to his defense. 
Um, so we haven't heard anything on Sirianni. There was all this speculation that in the NFC East, um, besides Dable, and <laughs> that Washington might have the most tenured coach because they'd get a coach before Philadelphia and the Cowboys. But I think both guys are going to be staying in place. It seems like Sirianni. I actually think be both guys deserve four. it. They deserve it. Uh, some playoff news. Good news for the Baltimore Ravens. It looks like Mark Andrews, their stud tight end, one of the best in football, will be back for this game. I think he was practicing yesterday. I don't know that it's 100% that he plays, um, but it's looking good for Mark Andrews as they take on the Houston Texans. What's Are the you- line in that game? Is that like seven and a half? Valdez. It's nine, nine and a half. Oh, it's up to nine, nine I saw you talking to Sam about it the other day. Uh, We haven't really felt your pulse. It seemed like there's a lot of anxiety. No, the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's he's. I I, I haven't spoken to you about the Ravens. No, uh, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Okay, so you're you're on the Ravens. Uh, Sam was anxious then. Sam's always anxious. Sam's not a Lamar guy. At least he used to not be a Lamar guy. (laughs) Sam wanted. He's finally been won over. Sam wanted Tyler Huntley to be the star. Wow, you know what? You should for that. You should strip him of his Ravens. Everyone, everyone, ma- everyone makes mistakes. Actually, you know what you should not do? everyone can be on the right side of history. Sticking with the bird motif, you should tar and feather Sam Weiner <laughs> for that take that Tyler Huntley. Well, that's right. I Lamar mean, that's Jackson. why Sam's not in uh, in the scouting department. All right, so <laughs> you, so you, you're all what? in. You think they're going to take care of this team? CJ and- this team is better than the fourteen and two um, uh, 2019 team. I mean, they smashed the Niners. This team is infinitely better than that 2019 team. This is probably the best Ravens team that I've seen in the, was it 26 years of its existence? Plus, Hmm. they have the genius defensive coordinator that we've learned about, Mm -hmm. who the commanders are going to interview at some point. Got the MVP and Lamar Jackson. you got to be dialed into this game. This is the hot coordinator game. This is mano a mano, Slowick versus Mike McDonald. And well, McDonald's last... got the he's got the heads I, up on these I, guys I, already. Yeah, McDonald's McDonald's but... pwned Slowick, he's pwned Ben Johnson, mm-hmm. pwned uh, Mike McDaniel, pwned Kyle Shanahan. But if either one of these teams flops and gets embarrassed, just like what happened to Dan Quinn last week, people are going to be scratching their names. Like, we can't hire Bobby Slowick. He's <laughs> got embarrassed. Yeah, but Quinn's still <laughs> the getting the interviews. Off the road. Still getting all the interviews. But I'm talking about the the pulse of the people. Yeah, yeah maybe you get Dan a handshake too, man. Uh, the uh, Slowick. Mike McDonald's like jacked. Slowick's gonna get pwned, I think. In the old handshake. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Slowick. If you care about what he looks like. Yeah, build. Um that that that's my pulse. Is that they're So you're you're not even nervous about it? No, I would think not you think they're gonna win the Super I actually Bowl. think I actually think I told Drab this, they should uh come out vanilla. Like like almost like it's a preseason game. Save it for like the Super Bowl for the Texans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste. Mon- I don't want to waste yeah. Monkins' good good now plays during this now game. Now you're getting I, no. extra bravado. Have you ever been this confident? Never this confident. I can't recall. Seeing they you. have been smashing people. For you. What? When did it kick in for you? Uh, after the Tylen Wallace kick return against the Rams. That's just. It was the Super Bowl moment for this team. It's the type of game that you would kind of uh, fumble away. So are you Late going the, to the game? Did you get? Did you? Get I was offered. I was offered tickets uh, by listeners, by Sam, by right. a bunch of people, but I can't. I have a. I have a birthday thing. I got to go to that night. You do. Yeah. You know what? You should keep your powder dry. Go out to Vegas for the Super Bowl. I've already. I've already asked Cakes about who I can contact to to book my <laughs> reservations. Yeah. For the Super Bowl. 
So you you want to go? I told you, Mike Beasley. At this point, at this point, I would put a non-refundable deposit on my tickets. That's how. (laughs) That's how confident I am that they're going to go to Vegas. So they have to beat the Texans, and then who? Winner of the Bills, Chiefs. Yep. Wow. He's going to a birthday party. Better be your mom's birthday, birthday or commitment. I, it's that night. I have I have a social obligation. Sorry, <laughs> Got a previous commitment. All yeah. right. I and then this was before the game so, was well, cemented. Where do you want to be watching what? the game? Then? Oh, I'll, I'll be by myself watching the game. Well, by yourself, not with your dad uh, or anything. I'll, I'll just be. Don't you want to be, be around? I'll be on the some sofa. Fellow diehard like no. family. No, no you don't even want to be around family. No, I, I, my, I only, I only trust. I only trust my thoughts. What about your brother? I I'm, is he a Ravens fan? Yeah, he's a Ravens fan, but I my mind is Do you superior text your to his when it comes during games. Michael or anything, Myers, or no, big I'm Ravens off the grid. Fan. I'm off the grid during games. Yeah. I don't check Twitter like you guys do. I don't try and see what the snarky reactions are going to be during the during the games. I'm I'm locked in. Like mm-hmm. Lamar says, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. <laughs> he is. The uber I, didn't, I didn't know you had this bravado. I, I, this has gone under the radar for me. Well, before hey, the last game, they won six in a row. Maybe it was seven in a row. Hey, just Lamar, people. Lamar, go look up, type Google uh, or uh, Twitter search Lamar Johnny. Look, All right, that's your that's your um, that's my homework homework for the break. All right, Lamar Johnny. All right, don't forget coming up in the eight o'clock hour, we will talk some Washington Capitals hockey with Dylan Strom. He'll join us coming up at eight forty-five here on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 